I think we can all agree that learning is more fun when you do it with friends, right? So if one of your summer goals is to learn more about the science of reading and how to incorporate it into your classroom, then let me invite you to join our free summer book study. During the month of June, we are gonna be hosting a free book study for teachers just like you, where we are gonna work our way through the book, Shifting the Balance, Six Ways to Bring the Science of Reading into Your Upper Elementary Classroom. And we'd love to have you join us. We're gonna read one chapter a week and inside our book study Facebook group, you're gonna get to participate in things like our weekly Facebook Live, discussion posts, you're gonna get some really awesome freebies and the chance to win some stellar prizes. All of this is going to help you align your instruction with the science of reading next year. It's gonna be fun. And even if you don't think you'll have time to read every single chapter, still consider joining. You're gonna get a lot out of the group even if you don't have time to read the entire text. So I hope to see you this summer where we can all learn alongside each other. You can sign up at stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. That's all one word, stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. And I'll see you inside our group. Hey friends, you are listening to episode number 28 of the Stellar Teacher podcast. And right now we are in the middle of our Stellar Teacher summer series. And this is your quick tip Thursday. Now, on Monday's episode, I talked all about how you can create an effective reading block even if you have limited time. Because I know in some cases, maybe you don't have much more than 60 minutes to teach reading and maybe writing. And there are so many wonderful things that you want to be able to do with your students, and having limited time can just make it feel impossible. So I hope you listened to that episode, and I hope you're feeling much more confident in your ability to create an effective reading block even if you have limited time. Well, today, I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into sharing with you all of the different sneaky ways that you can find more time to read aloud to your students. Because here's the thing, this might be one of the things that I hear teachers say a lot. I would love to read aloud to my students, but we just don't have the time. And I get it. I remember feeling like there was never enough time to do all of the things that felt so important. And so often there are compliance things from your schools and you have so much content to teach and you have to get grades for so many subjects and all of the communication, everything that goes back and forth. There's a ton on your plate. I am acknowledging that and telling you that, yes, I get it. But also, let me just remind you that you, as the teacher, get to control how you use the time in your classroom. And if you truly want to make more time for reading aloud to your students, you can find a way to make that happen. So today, I really just want to share with you some ideas in case you haven't considered these before on all the places that you can squeeze in a read aloud that are outside of your reading block. One of my favorite times of the day to read aloud to my students is first thing in the morning during that morning transition time. We kind of always called it our morning work or even during your morning meeting. And the way that it worked in our school is that my students would have about 30 minutes. Our school day would start around 7.45 and they would get to show up in my classroom really starting at 7.20. So from 7.20 to 7.45, they needed to unpack their backpack. They needed to eat breakfast. I usually had some, you know, morning routine activities for them, some journaling things, all that stuff. And then our school day started at 7.45. And so guess what? The very first thing that we did at 7.45, as soon as the bell rang, as we came to the carpet, And I read aloud. And I either read a chapter out of the 
novel that we were reading or I read a picture book. And the thing that I realized is my students loved hearing stories, especially if we were reading a chapter book together. They didn't want to be late. They didn't want to miss out on hearing what happens in the book. And so it really, not only did it help me give more time to read aloud to my students, but it was a great way to motivate my students to actually show up and help with their attendance. So you can read aloud as the very first thing in your morning. It can be a part of your morning meeting. It can be a great way to start the day. And not only is it just like a nice time, and especially if it's one of the most important things to you, you know that you're going to get it in every day. But then also it's just a really easy way to ease into your day. So start reading as part of your morning transition or your morning meeting. And then similarly, squeeze in an extra read aloud right at the end of the day before dismissal or even during dismissal. I know we would always try to pack up in the shortest amount of time as possible. And I always tried to get my students with their backpacks on their back, sitting on the carpet, ready to go. So that way when they started calling, whether it was bus riders or car riders or walkers, whatever it was, they were calm and collected and ready to go. And one of the things that I did to help keep them sort of in this calm state was I started reading aloud to them at the very end of the day because they loved hearing stories. And so we also use that as a motivation. Okay, if we can get packed up really quickly, then we're going to have a few minutes to either read another chapter from our chapter book or a picture book or a poem or whatever it is. And then there was one year where I had a bunch of extra students in my classroom because maybe I had the bus riders or something. And one of the things that we did literally during dismissal is we read aloud and we had 20 extra minutes. Now, obviously not all students are in there, but we had 20 extra minutes to where we could just read picture book upon picture book and it was great. So transitions both in the morning and in the afternoon, great times to squeeze in extra read alouds. Other times that you really wanna try to do more read alouds are during other subjects. You can find books that are connected to math. You can find them that are connected to science, social studies, writing, grammar. There are picture books that are connected to every single subject. And if you could use a picture book or a read aloud to start every single lesson, then really that's five times during your school day that your students, if you're doing reading, writing, math, science, social studies, I had to make sure of five. So that's five times during the day that you'll have a chance to read aloud to your students. More times to read aloud, the better. Other things that you can do is you can schedule in your read-alouds right after an external transition. You could do a read-aloud as soon as you come back from lunch, recess, music, library, whatever it is. And it doesn't have to be long. Here's the thing. You can read aloud for just five minutes. Maybe you just do the first couple of pages, or maybe you read a poem, or you just do a few paragraphs from your chapter book. It doesn't have to be long to be a powerful experience. And A lot of times I loved doing a read aloud right as we transitioned back into the classroom because it was a great way to get my students to calm down, to refocus, to remember my expectations, my routines, and it just made coming back from these external things so much easier. Other places that you can squeeze in a read aloud is if you do group bathroom breaks. I know a lot of times in upper elementary, students can go to the bathroom on their own, but I have worked at some schools that basically required us to do group bathroom breaks regardless of the age. And so if we're doing a bathroom break for 20 some students, that would be 15 minutes where we all had to sit out in the hallway. And so a lot of times what I would do is I would take a basket of books with us. And as my students are going in and out of the restroom, I would read aloud. It kept them quiet. It kept them engaged. And again, more time for us to read aloud. Now, have you ever thought about reading aloud to your students during recess? There have been times where my students have just been so excited about whatever it is that we are reading. And sometimes they say, oh my gosh, can you just keep reading, please? One more chapter, one more chapter. Or can we read another book or another you know, book by this author? 
And so a lot of times, especially if it is really nice outside, I'll say, you know what, we need to go out for recess and I want to give the kids a chance who want to run around, a chance to run around, but anybody who wants to listen to an additional story, an additional chapter, whatever it is, come and sit by me and we can read together during recess. And so during recess can be another great way to find time to read aloud to your students. And then my last suggestion, and I know you're going to understand this, but anytime you have that weird, awkward 10 minutes and you need something to fill their time, whether it is you are waiting for an assembly or you finished a subject early and you have 10 minutes before you transition, use that awkward time for extra read-alouds. Rather than showing them a video, rather than having them reading independently, read aloud to them. The more you read aloud to them, the better. And I always tried to find extra time to read aloud to my students for a couple reasons. One, I loved it. It was my favorite time of the day is anytime I could read aloud to my students. Two, I always know that not every student has a parent who's reading aloud to them at home. And so the reality of it is, is that the stories that I read aloud to my students might be the only experience that they hear an adult reading aloud to them. But I also just remember thinking about one of my college professors. She told us she was a first grade teacher but this worked in all grade levels, but she talked about how she made it her own personal goal to read aloud for fun to her students, you know, 10 times during the day, whatever it was. And the way that she sort of assessed this is every day she grabbed a stack of books, a stack of picture books, and she would place it on her desk. And these were not books that she was using for a subject. These were not her mini lesson books. This was not her regular read aloud. These were just extra books that she pulled from the library, books her students wanted to read to her. And she used that stack of books to determine whether or not it was a good day. And I remember doing that my first year of teaching and pretty much every year after that. And I would always determine if we had a good day, would be determined on whether or not we made it through the stack of books. When we read to our students for fun and we prioritize reading for fun and our students see us reading for fun to them, they are going to want to make time in their own life to read for fun. And so the reality of it is, is we have to find more time to read aloud to our students just for fun. And I hope that the tips that you heard in this podcast episode will give you a few extra ideas on how you can make more time to read aloud to your students next year. Hey teachers, I'm going to go ahead and take a wild guess and say many of you are already planning for the upcoming school year. You may be scrolling through Pinterest looking for fresh and fun reading lesson ideas, or maybe you're spending more of your own money on fluffy resources that won't actually pay off. Hashtag teacher life, right? Well, I've been there and that's why I have a better idea for you. Enter the Stellar Teacher Reading Membership. My membership is a resource library that will totally transform the way you teach reading. With an extensive resource library, planned lessons, coaching support, and an incredible community, you'll never waste time searching for ways to enrich your reading block again. Doors are open July 12th and will only be open for one week. Head to stellarteacher.com waitlist for more details. I'll see you on the inside. And hey, until then, get out there and enjoy your summer.